home slice audio. Really exciting news here in the Dakotas is that our 1792 small batch is no longer going to be allocated to us. Hey, everybody. It's Whiskey at Work. My name is Mark Houston. Usually Rob would be here, but, um, well, he's stuck in Texas. The poor SOB. <laughs> he's not having a good day down there, but I have somebody that... Uh, they can take his place and, and do, I think you're going to do just fine. So oh, thank, thank you, you, Sheila, for coming in again. Yes. It's <laughs> Sheila Seeger Ogborn from Sazerac. Glad to have you back. Oh, I'm so glad we, to be here. We can talk about something brand new. I'm so excited about this. Um, when you, as a, as a distributor, when you get word about this, mm-hmm. like, do you remember when you first heard of it? When you were like, when you, do you guys have meetings or do you like, hey, this is the thing. Here we go. Yeah, we get little uh, glimpses of it. Okay. You know, we have these big town hall meetings and we get these broad overviews, right, where everybody, hundreds and thousands of us are all sitting in a room and these beautiful PowerPoint presentations come up. <laughs> and there was a glimpse of it like that had flashed oh, really? the first time and it was gone. And it was like, wait, what? What, <laughs> what was that? Uh, just to be able to have a new whiskey to launch yeah. is always an exciting thing, certainly because I'm such a whiskey fan myself. But everybody is always uh, looking for a- another whiskey, another Sazerac product that they can get their hands on. And this one is extra exciting because it is meant to be a whiskey to drink. Right. And we're talking about the Traveler, of course, the oh. brand new Chris Stapleton um, collab uh, with you and uh, the the with uh, Mr. Uh, What's his name slipping my name right now? Oh, so Harlan Wheatley, Harlan Wheatley our master yes. distiller the master at Buffalo Trace. Yes. Yeah. Um, you guys went through, from what I understand, you had you had 50 blends lined up, and this is number 40. Yes, absolutely. How much so- fun to drink through the first 39, though? That's still got to be enjoyable, <laughs> isn't great? it? I guarantee you they drank all 50. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now, I'm sure. Right? My understanding, my understanding is that all 50 of the blends were actually quite different. And that the process of tasting through them and that it, this was a agreed upon favorite between Harlan Wheatley himself and Chris Stapleton. Okay. Yeah. And so on the bottle, it actually does say number 40. I kind of thought that was fun that, that they is, were, they well, were that willing cool to that commemorate it. it. Yeah, exactly. Now yeah. you, um, so you mentioned it's that it's fun to launch a brand new um, whiskey mm-hmm. uh, through Sazerac. When, when was like the last new one before this one? It's Oh my God, it's been a while. Has it been a while? To be quite honest, yeah. I guess I I um, should have looked into that a little bit. That would have been a really good... We have good... a couple... Yeah, you're... I'm I mean, going to have to look you, back. You've brought new ones into the market. Yes. But I'm, I'm just a, like a brand new Sazerac right. product. Yes, but that have been around right. yeah, for years, right? They just yeah. finally yeah, made it into the United States or made it into South Dakota. This one is, is brand new as far as a whiskey. Right. We got to launch Harlan Wheatley's Vodka, which is actually named after him, our Wheatley Vodka. That was uh, only a few years back, and that's been an exciting one to have. There was actually, I saw floating around before this came out that people were saying that this was a blend with the Wheatley vodka. Yeah. Oh, there's already a ton of gossip. (laughs) I've heard some really good ones. But that is uh, is a piece was that, yeah, people were saying it was whiskey blended with Wheatley vodka. Um, In people's defense, um, that probably isn't a totally ridiculous thought, even though this is not. But there is a lot of whiskeys at this price point. That actually are blended with grain-neutral spirits. Okay. That is something there you we can go. Grain do. Grain-neutral, yeah. Yeah, and vodka technically is right. that. Um, on this label, 
when we, of course, stand behind the truth of that label, there is absolutely no uh, grain neutral spirits in this product. I also wonder sometimes that all the advertising, the bottle, it actually does say Harlan Wheatley. Mm-hmm. And how many people then just don't realize that's our master distiller's name. And they're like, it's Wheatley Vodka. I, I saw it. That's my assumption. Of Everything always seems to start with like a snippet of truth and always. then go to ridiculousness. Yes, totally will right? do that. Yeah. Yep. So that is something that, of course, we're going to be very, very proud of. And that at this price point sets us above and beyond. We are aged longer than our competitive set at this price point. Um, one of the other big pieces, like we talked about, is those those no additives, those no green right. natural spirits. This is this is whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. So how does how does something like this find its niche then in in Sazerac products? I mean, how does it um, how 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 is it going to fit in with everything? Okay. Well, you, it's not a bourbon. Right? Right. It's not going to sit on that on that bourbon shelf. But I actually think it's. Maybe the best thing is that it isn't going to have to fit. Yeah. It gets to be its own. It gets to be its own piece. So this is this is a whiskey blend, and um, the packaging does just say that it is bottled at the Buffalo Trace Distillery, and that is that is correct. This one in particular is actually a blend of some of our beautiful Canadian whiskeys, right, that we make at our distillery in Montreal. Um, rumor has gotten out, and I believe that it's been confirmed that also a part of the blend uh, is a whiskey that's made at our 1792 Barton Distillery, right, in mm-hmm. Kentucky. So there's a couple of different added pieces of, yeah. Right. And so then they brought all these different products together, which are made in different places, and then bottled them all up at Buffalo Trace. Boy. Okay, so yeah. I, ju- I just had my first my first taste of it. You sipped it. And it's 90 proof. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so amazed at... I, I think I could go through about four glasses of this before I, be, well, just because you're, you're, you're not going to think it's, I don't even know how to describe it. I'm so surprised by the whole thing. Right. I can, I can kind of, I can kind of, um, I can kind of sense the Canadianness of it a little bit. The sweetness. Yes. Is what the sweetness, the smoothness. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of rye in there. You get, yes. but it's not that, um, you know, if you're not a rye drinker, uh, you you tend to shy away from any mm-hmm. of that. But mm-hmm. boy, here we go. If you want to start drinking rye, yeah. I wouldn't be afraid <laughs> to point you at this bottle, even though this is not a rye forward, really real whiskey. You know what I mean? Um, I get the body, you know, and that's, yeah. the, the start of that finish is definitely a rye thing. I I actually like how clean it is. It, that's, I think some a, people, that's a good word for it. Right. I think some people really like a longer lingering finish. Mm. Um, I want, yeah, no, I want to, I want to sip him. Yeah. You want those, on. you want those finishes on special occasions. You right. want those on, on, you know, on Friday night, maybe uh-huh. when it's been a long week, but yeah. on Tuesday, when you go home, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is what you want to pour, I think. Yeah. Um, and I love that you're going to be able to afford to pour that. Yes. So you're going to be able to find it for less than $40. Is that the MSRP for this uh, kind of generally? Mm-hmm. I was telling you before yep. we got started that I've already seen secondaries um, people. And, and we talked a little bit about this yep. before it started too. how, you know, if a Sazerac product comes out, I think people right away are like, well, I'm hoarding all of it because, you know, exactly. it's good for starters and I'm not going to be able to get my hands on it all the time. Mm-hmm. But you guys, I think, kind of specifically set out to make this not that. Exa- right? Yes, exactly. 
Exactly. And that has been our mission that we have been talking about for quite some time. I think some people don't take us seriously when we say, I don't want every single whiskey I have to be allocated. <laughs> I promise. Right. I, we right. wish we could make more. And this is just proof of that dedication to be able to do that and to bring something of a higher quality to the market mm -hmm. that we can still say, you're going to be able to find it on a shelf everywhere you go. So That's you, the plan. So moving forward then, do you guys, do you think that... Um that there's going to be more of this type of stuff that you do, maybe collaborations in general, or just um, just toying with brand new stuff that you can bring out? I really enjoy that at Sazerac, they're always trying something yeah. different and new. I mean, think of all the different ways that we age things differently. We do different barrel finishes. I mean, we have Warehouse X, all other kinds of experimental things that they're always right. working with and trying to do. And so, yeah, I think we would probably be the most likely to be a company that would just stumble upon something and be like, holy this moly, is <laughs> this yeah. is fantastic. Right. Has nobody ever thought to do this before? <laughs> because we do, we do play in that realm and everybody's always looking for something, mm -hmm. yeah, something new and, and exciting that we can bring out and we want to continue to be, I guess, kind of an industry leader when right. it comes to those, those pieces. So, so mm -hmm. when, uh, when you make something like this, and I think it will be, I think it'll be hugely popular, um, not only for people that are that are Chris Stapleton fans. Mm -hmm. um, how does that? How does the like? How does the collab work with that? Do, do did he approach you? Do you approach him? Do you kind of know how that whole thing worked? So for a couple of different charities, Chris has been at the Buffalo Trace Distillery over the last couple of years, oh, like they do doing some with EH Taylor. They do or barrel. Yeah, he's he's yeah. come in and done a couple of different barrel picks. Okay, and then those bottles haven't been exclusively used for. Um, yeah, for, for charity and, and raising money. So he was already a little familiar with us. And this was his idea that he wanted to make a whiskey and came to Sazerac <laughs> and asked if we'd be the ones yeah, who could help him come up with something. That's hard to say no, I guess, if somebody like him shows up. Isn't and that right? And well, yeah, I'll take that, you know, as, right. as, as, as flattering too. Yeah, I mean... He's really and at the height of his career right now. Well, and he's I know he's kind of I think a Filson, the um the outdoor gear and clothing place. Mm -hmm. He's he's never I think this is the first he's he is branching out. I think he he does know where he's at in his career sure. and whether it's capitalizing on it, which <laughs> well, why not, right. you know? Or, you know, I think he generally I mean obviously if he's if he's coming to you for barrel picks. Mm -hmm. And he knows the company. Yeah. He knows where the quality is. So that's where he's going to go. Yes, right? absolutely. And I do. I mean, of course, he's a very marketable of person course. right now. He's obviously a little business savvy with that. Mm -hmm. But I do like that this isn't just something that was already sitting on a back burner and we decided to slap a celebrity's name on. Right. Right. Where, of course, <laughs> it was Harlan who was coming up with, and our teams, you know, who were coming up with the blends and the ideas. He did. He sat down and, you know, went through all of them, picked them, knew what he himself liked to drink. That's so cool. Yeah. Right. And to do that, that did, part. Did you, you didn't get a hangout, though, and meet him and well, do some of that with I, him? <laughs> Yeah, Chris and I are, are really, yeah. we're well, great. Who we're knows? Great this May, you hey, might get a chance. I was going to say he okay. is. He is coming. Yes. He is coming here right. in May. There is um, a VIP experience that is available um, to people. Oh, yeah, which uh, yeah is a piece before. So how exciting is that? I mean, no, and it's you, nice to have. You those know, he's going to be pouring these. He's going to have. Yeah. obviously have this there to try if he 
Yes. Don't have to buy them, but it, like I said, at 40 <laughs> bucks a bottle, just go out and get some. Yeah. Good heavens. Right. This is, it, it's, it's, it's everything I like to have every day. Mm-hmm. It's, again, I just go back to that Canadian-ness that's in here. And I'm talking higher-end Canadian whiskeys. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I, there's a, there's a, uh, Oh, why is it slipping my mind? Uh, the uh, the eighteen. Oh, dang it! Can't think of what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Great Canadian whiskey. Anyway, my uh, Caribou Crossing. The Caribou Crossing is a that's well. What that's you to that's say. yes. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Was well. It's going to be the next thing I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Caribou Crossing. I didn't have until about a year ago. The very first time I ever got a taste of it. Um, Rob said he bought it just because of the 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 elk. Is it an elk? Or a moose? It's a caribou. A caribou. Oh, duh. It's a caribou crossing. <laughs> oh, my God. This has been a long damn day. It's Listen, folks. There's a caribou that's on the top of caribou crossing whiskey, <laughs> in case you were wondering. Um, and he said he bought it just because of that. Oh, sure. Yeah, just because he thought that was cool. And then we tried it, and I was like, this this is way beyond just the right. cool stopper. It was really cool. It yeah. is very, very good. Yep. Is, is any of that in, in here or any of that... Uh, well, you know? it definitely comes from that from that <laughs> place. So, and that's the fun thing about Caribou Crossing. We actually only bottle that twice a year, and that is all bottled um, at the Buffalo oh, Trace Distillery. Really? Yeah. Oh. So, you know, for us to be able to bring these whiskeys in and to to kind of collaborate, right, to blend them all right. together is something that we've never done before. But um, the process of of taking our fine products that are aged, you know, accordingly in different places and bringing them into Kentucky and and getting them all bottled and ready for market. Oh boy, the more we do the it. more I have, the better it gets. Right, you like it. You I, talked you talked a little bit though about that finish not being as long as I think a lot of people like. Mm-hmm. Not initially, it gets longer though the more you sip this. It's finally hanging out on your tongue. Yeah. Right? That's mm-hmm. so yep. usually your tongue gets kind of used to it after a minute. This yeah. seems a little bit more flavorable flavorable the mm-hmm. more I've been drinking it. Yeah. Do you guys have uh, if so? This is a huge success, right? Already, out, already out the gates. Yes. It has done um, beyond what we were expecting, and it is just um, hitting the Dakotas just in this last day or two. Uh, so we'll see what will happen. But initial orders and the response so far has uh, really been really been fantastic. Everything we were wanting it to be. Do you guys think about in the future? So you know, let's say it's a it's. It's it's as good as anything you have in your lineup. Yep. Then do you guys sit down and think, okay, let's talk about limited editions or let's talk about, yeah. you know, um, things to, 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 to add to it or, or, or change up about it a little? Mm-hmm. Do you guys talk about that too right away? Um, Right away, no. Well, I'm sure somebody is probably <laughs> talking that, about that. Thinking a year ahead know. already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, on a basic level, you know, I mean, probably, probably not at this point, but mm-hmm. only because we don't seem to make big leaps without knowing what we're getting right. ourselves into. Right. Right. So yeah. I'm assuming already you wouldn't be like, all right, we're coming out with a limited edition <laughs> without actually knowing what, yeah, <laughs> what, exactly. what it would go for. But I am absolutely confident in this product and I'm sure there'll be uh, more fun things, more fun things to come down this blended whiskey line. Now, how many, do you know, what what in the portfolio is blended for Sazerac? How much is? Do you know right off the top of your head? Um, whisk, there's not 
you guys don't much, have no. very much. I have a set Canadian, right, with our right. our high-end Caribou Crossing and then our, our legacy Canadian whiskeys. And oh. basically everything else is, is yeah. labeled as a, as a bourbon. There are some of our, I think, economy, you know what I mean, right. pieces. Um, but that's nothing that was purposefully right blended with a bunch of high. So, so like let's this say one. this really does take off and yeah. you guys, would you guys then consider more blended options down the road? Would you guys think about that? Well, who wouldn't if right. it's going to be a successful piece, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think as long as the flavor is good, as long as it tastes good, mm-hmm. what difference does it Isn't make? Isn't that great? Right. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the thing that, that, that I am hoping that people will realize, um, no, it is. It's it's a whiskey. You know, you're not going to call it a bourbon. Is it still going to appeal to that person who, right. I guess, likes the, um, what do you call it? You know what I mean? The the prestige, I yeah, guess, of, of, of a course. few of these things. But, uh, I mean, this was this was made to be, um, what do they call it? Great sipping whiskey. <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind right. of like the, 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 the tagline <laughs> of it. And it's fabulous to mix. A couple of really simple drinks. Uh, one of them is called the Lucky Penny What's that, that? Chris What's himself one? made. It's actually honey. Oh, so yeah. So, any yep, of that. I ice, love honey, honey and, and lime. Whiskey. Yeah, it's really, that one was, there's some, there's some fantastic, very simple, you know, recipes that well, I think uh, you this use lemonade, a lot of your lighters. I think would be really good. Just because uh, it's, because right. this is light. Um, it's, you know, I don't like to use the word refreshing when it comes to whiskey, <laughs> but I can almost <laughs> use that word when I'm describing right. this. And yeah. in the summertime with some lemonade. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This would be delicious. Yeah. I think. I, I like the bottle. At first I was like, why is it kind of so plain? But, but, it's, this- but it looks like it, you th- okay, put your, put your mind in the mindset of, of country music, mm-hmm. okay? Put yourself in the mindset of cowboys yeah. in the Old West and the whiskey bottles. That is funny you said that because I'm telling you, That's it's it. it's a bottle that they used to like pull the plug out with in yes, their teeth. Yes, exactly. And all the and good you look westerns. at all the old western movies, that <laughs> exactly. bottle shape is what's sitting on the shelves. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly, yeah. yeah. No, we- it's, it, but it's simple. And it's, that's what makes it so, that's what makes it so great. The packaging, right. and it does play a big part in, I think, why people buy whiskeys as well. Um, it has to look nice. I do, I do like the uniqueness of the, of the band right. around it instead of, you know, a giant logo on the front. Yeah. I don't know why that's appealing to me as well. But now mm-hmm. here's, here's the, the, the obvious uh, thing. Why, why didn't, why didn't you guys call it the Tennessee whiskey? That's, right. But we're not. So, I, don't, I, I know. I know. That's true. Right. So I suppose that makes all the sense. In the, I, exactly. just, I just had to bring that Sometimes up. Just right. Well, the other, thing that, the other thing that we've been, <laughs> that we've been stumbling on um, a little bit is that there's some really interesting rumors going on that Chris Stapleton is sober. That he, yeah, doesn't, even, I, that he know, doesn't even drink anymore. I fell down that rabbit hole a little bit because I had heard that too. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, wait, none of this adds up <laughs> if that's the Exactly. Yeah, I got ourselves a little bit of, of fake news there. Right. Um, and that's just it. I mean, even if you were even a moderately smart person, you would never <laughs> just do a tell-all interview that claims, you know what I mean, that you're sober, right, as you're in the process of, of launching right. a whiskey. But we're, there is a snippet of truth to that that uh, Chris had done an interview where he was talking about how hard he was on himself mm-hmm. in his 20s with oh, with his partying right, <laughs> right? Yeah. with his partying and that there there was times in his life where the drinking has gotten you know what i mean mm-hmm. out of out of hand and that as he's gotten older everything in moderation so you know the the phrase was that he is moderating his <laughs> drinking as everybody we should, should. Right. as everybody should 
Um, but no, he's he does not have a drinking problem. He's <laughs> he is not sober. Uh, so yeah, he really did taste yeah, this. It I was feel not bad that I got suckered in. into that though. You too. got pulled God, right in, right? I did. Did you also? So have you ever? Did you get suckered on that fireball has antifreeze in it? Oh, I I remember that a- seeing that. But again, like you just said, <laughs> moderately intelligent person. <laughs> Would know, right. that of course, right. That isn't the thing. Well, um, like I said, snippet snippet of truth, but glycol, which is right. in Fireball, and basically, I mean, gum, salad dressing, it's certain in everything. Breads, it is. It it absolutely is. It is also in in antifreeze. So you know, it isn't that. You know, it's it's a it's a single ingredient in a million a million different different products. But. Speaking of Fireball, do you guys yeah. do you guys have any do you guys have any crazy ideas? for that down the road or is it just so successful that you just don't mess with it i think our latest idea that people do think is crazy until they try it is the mixability of fireball oh i don't i don't understand why people think that's crazy oh it's well i think most people are like what what are we gonna you know what could you do with it but we we make a thing that's called a fiery mule so it originally has a fireball and a ginger beer and a little bit of pineapple juice. And it's amazing. And oh. fireball lemonade, a fire oh. aid. Yeah. Well, that is fantastic. But there's just more and more. That. And so, right. yeah, because I mean, I think everybody just thinks of it as 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 a shooter. Right. Something that right. somebody buys and brings the tray over to you. Um, <laughs> Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> hey. um, but yeah, that that just isn't it's it's not a one trick pony or right. a one trick drag. <laughs> I guess I should call it. Yeah. Uh, didn't, yeah. Well, didn't you guys there wasn't there. A... But we have Dragnum out now. And what's that? So Dragnum, um, we do a fabulous job with fun packaging. So it actually looks like a magnum of champagne. And it is corked. It has a cage on it, and no it's fireball. Way. It is fireball, but That's yeah, so it comes cool. in a in a higher and fancier <laughs> bottle, which I love. And then it started that they only did this limited release of aging fireball. In a yeah, couple of our high end barrels, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, um, they're going to do that again. Oh, cool! We are. We're going to go through that. Yep, that one's going to get done again. Hopefully, in a larger, in a larger release, in a larger production. Right. People thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I remember it was. A, this was a handful of years ago, wasn't it? When you guys did that, I think. Um, and I remember, mm-hmm. yeah, people. You know, even the people that mocked it or whatever, they were like, no, this is is pretty damn good. Uh, All right. I cave. Okay. Um, Do you guys, then then what's next? I mean, I know that you're going to ride this for as long as you can. Well, I mean, you make it sound like I don't have anything else to jump onto, but well, I'm sure you do. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, yeah, I mean, right now, of course, we're going to do everything we can to kind of keep focusing on Traveler and um, the rest of our portfolio. Really exciting news here in the Dakotas is that our 1792 small batch is no longer going to be allocated to us. Really? Um, yeah. Um, so we're hoping once we can get inventory back into the market and get those things started, that small batch should be something that um, at least will have a, a spot on a shelf, right? Not behind a that's counter gonna be a big where deal. you have to ask for it. So that's a, a fantastically exciting you know what I mean? Piece that no we have kidding. coming forward. Yeah. And then uh, sometime between March and May, we are going to be launching Mango Shada, which is our latest fun drink, uh, kind of in that same category as Fireball. <laughs> it is a mango jalapeno oh, tequila. I love that, though. I love the salsa version of it already. <laughs> so, right. That one's going to be that one's going to be a lot of fun. And what's it going to be called? It's called Mango Shada. Mango Shada. Oh, and mango it's tequila. Shada. 
it's not just tequila. Tequila it's, based. It's tequila. Okay. And it, but it's yeah, it's it's lime and jalapeno. Okay. Infused, so flavored. Oh, that's a, what is your tequila line? Our main tequila line is Corazon. Oh, right? okay. I have a couple of higher tiers, but not that you're going to right. see here in the Dakotas very much. I do have a, a mezcal, but my mm. main one is is Corazon, and it is actually just kind of gaining some traction here in South Dakota, only about over the last year. year well, and a half. Do, do you think? Okay, I'll ask you this then. Do you think that that's going to be the next big boom? Do you think tequila is going to be next? I think it already is. It kind of well, right. If, if, well, of Maybe course, out here yet. we're always. You know, six to eight years behind, but you know what I mean. I it's, did. It's, it feels like that's going to be next. Yeah, I read a fascinating article though that because tequila has been trending so high up, that agave is in surplus now. Oh, really? Yeah. So in Jalisco, um, yeah, yeah, that there's some farmers who are like, oh, starting to get, I guess, a little nervous, and, yeah, and like, the price <laughs> of it has has really gone down. Do you it like seems tequila? Like they've been able to mix. I, I mm. <laughs> do you have a good relationship I, with tequila? I Maybe that's the question. I have a good relationship with tequila, <laughs> okay. but I I feel like it's like scotch. I am very particular. Yeah. At what I can drink straight. Right. Right. Or what I can just drink with club soda. And I do love to do that. But I am not a mixer person. I no. never and I don't like Coke. You know, I don't like I shouldn't say you know, Coke. I don't like right. Cola's. I you know, any of those things that take away from that. I yeah, like club I, soda I'm, and a, right. a splurt of lime and anything from vodka, whiskey, tequila. That's <laughs> my thing. I'll take a ranch water so I get the good like tahini <laughs> right on the rim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's I mean tequila is you know, everybody has their 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 moments with it, and then I think they never revisit it, right? Um, but the way the things they've been doing with it now, and the flavors that they create out of it, uh, you know, I have bottles at home that, if I poured it for you, didn't tell you what it was, I mm-hmm. don't think you would know it was tequila. I'm almost confident you wouldn't. Yeah, you would just think it's it's a really uniquely flavored. Not quite liqueur, maybe a cross between a liqueur and a whiskey. It's just mm-hmm. they, they do such cool things with it right now, and it's so good. So, yeah, I'm kind of excited for that whole boom. And then what you guys, I'm sure, will jump in the fray and make something great out of it, I would I would hope. so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, we're in the fray. We're in, good. We're in the middle of <laughs> Perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah, um, with new fun things coming. Well, do you have anything else that I missed or anything else you wanted to roll out? Because this is so cool to sit here and drink this with you, Sheila. It's it's. Delicious. Thanks Love for it. letting me come in. I oh, always, absolutely. I always like to um, share a glass with you guys. I, <laughs> I, I do really I always uh, appreciate your, your time. Well, thank and, you. Yeah, like I said, biggest thing. So Traveler Whiskey is now available across uh, the Dakotas. Mm-hmm. Reasonably priced and every store you walk into well, should have it on their on their shelves. So that'll yeah. just be nice right yes we're gonna we're this is the common man's this is the common man's beautiful whiskey That's i like that we should have yeah no you the, the, the line you have is better yeah the line you right? guys came up with good is better. sipping good whiskey. sipping whiskey uh, yeah sipping Sheila, Sheila from Sazerac. I just, we should just have a shirt that says that. Just, who are you? Sheila from Sazerac. Is that my name tag? <laughs> That's all you need to <laughs> have on there right now. I could go on with that. <laughs> Thanks so like much it. for bringing this in, Sheila. And, uh, you know, like I said, anytime something comes down the pike for you guys and you want to talk about it, um, it's I'll, I'll never say no to you guys and what you do because, you know, you're 
you're it. I mean, you really are right now. It's it's still why people I think are, are getting into a lot of whiskeys, yeah. uh, you know, and it can start now with with traveler whiskey. So yeah. get thank a bottle. you. Yes, I really do appreciate that, and I I do have to say, you know, we're one of the newest to the to the game. Right, well, I mean, ninety two. Really, yeah, it? and you're good with your facts. Nineteen ninety two. So if this is what you know has already come down the pike, just. Just think of what I know. Think in the of what's coming years. with another, you know, <laughs> five million gallons of, of whiskey already on the way. It's great. Yeah. Thanks, Sheila, so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Whiskey at Work. I am the producer and host, Mark Houston, along with Rob Henry. Our shows are engineered by Chris Jaquis, and the video and audio editing is done by our own Russ Haddon. If you like what you hear, we would love a five-star review wherever you rate your podcast and leave us a comment as well. It's Whiskey at Work on the Home Slice Audio Network.